Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. No matter what, in this journey of life, we all have something. Something we're going through, something we've been through, or maybe something we're proud of, something we're grateful for. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. And my life and my curiosity and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again, there are challenges to overcome and there are successes to celebrate. And honestly, neither one of them are permanent. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, about embracing what we have been through, where we are, and where we want to go. A podcast about celebrating our authentic self. And I am so glad you're here with me because we're going to laugh together, we're going to cry, and in the end, we will be the better for it. So let's get started. Welcome to season two. This is episode 13. Yes, believe it or not, 13 of the 14 daily episodes were already there. This is really exciting for me. I've had so much fun with this. Now, I want to say, you know, when I first did season one, there was a lot of support, a lot of people listening, subscribing, sharing, and I appreciate that. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because these are daily or it's the beginning of season two, but the feedback has been phenomenal. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you all so much for everything, for being a part of this, for supporting it, for sharing it, for the feedback. It has been wonderful. In a couple of days here, we're going to go to weekly episodes. And I, I got to be honest, if I had time, if I didn't have a day job and a coaching business and everything else I have to take care of, I would do dailies all the time. This has been a lot of fun to figure out how to do shorter form, go a little quicker through an episode, turn around the editing really quick, and then be able to drop them and move on to the next one and keep that rhythm going. It has been a lot of work, but it has also been a lot of fun. So thank you all for participating and being a part of this. In today's episode, I want to talk about four things you can do in your life that can start to change how your day goes, if that makes sense. Uh, This comes from a post I actually did back in January uh, of this year, uh, listed as five things you can do more of in 2022. And the idea was for those who don't make New Year's resolutions, those who don't want to set goals for the year, that's fine. I personally am a big fan of setting goals because that's how I get things accomplished. It really kind of helps motivate me and keep me going. But I understand that's not for everybody. So the idea behind this post was here's five things you can just, you know, kind of focus on for the year and and see how your life goes. And the first one on this list, and I'm going to just do four of them for the, the desire to keep the episode short. But the first one on the list is wake up with a grateful heart. And I know that seems uh, a little a little flowers and rainbows and and butterflies. But I want to break it down for you. The idea of how do you purposely wake up with a grateful heart is kind of mystifying. So the direction that I take this is making sure when you lay down each night, and this this is something I had to put myself through. I had to really practice this very hard for about a year, but it works. When you lay down in bed at night, take a few deep breaths and really focus on three things or more if you can, but just find a minimum of three things that you are grateful for that happened that day. Now, your mind tends to wander, at least mine did, towards the things that were conflicting, that were challenging, things I could have done better, I should have said this, I should have done that. 
But what ends up happening when you, you're trying to fall asleep and your brain is cycling through all the things you did wrong, it's harder to fall asleep, at least for me. And then when I wake up, I'm thinking about those things. So I really wanted to force the issue by thinking about things that I was grateful for. What were the things that I had gratitude for in the day? And then first thing when I woke up, right away, alarm goes off, turn it off, sit up and think, what are three things I am grateful for? Now the day has just started. So it's probably about things you're grateful for from the, the day in the past. Or you can take the perspective of what are three things I'm grateful for that I know I get to do today. And you can find it. You can find it, whether it's having a meal, whether it's you, you could do something at your day job or at school or whatever it is, you can find it if you really look hard enough. And it can be simple stuff. It can be really simple. But the point is how you are shifting the perspective of your mind into gratitude. If you practice this every single day, evenings when you're going to bed and mornings when you wake up, make sure you do it three months straight. And eventually it becomes normal habit routine. You've trained your brain to, this is how I fall asleep and this is how I wake up. It changes the game for you. I can tell you this, I have slept better since doing this than since I can ever think of because I'm forcing my brain to start focusing on the positive, good things that I love and care for and that I'm thankful for instead of the negative, bad things, the stressful things. And it has really been a game changer for me. Number two on this list of four is help somebody in need. Now, this one is like, you know, obviously seems like the do-gooder citizen, right? You know, and the Boy Scout in the group and all, the, all that stuff we think about, oh, doing something good for somebody in need. It doesn't have to be a giant grand gesture. It can be something simple. It can be something basic, helping somebody in the office or at work in general or in, in the household. The idea of taking an extra moment to help somebody else actually triggers different chemicals in our body than when we're doing things for ourselves. There is something, because we're a social animal, and even if you are the type who prefers not to be around people, if you're the type who's like, nope, I don't like people very much, trust me on this one. Even taking a moment to help somebody in need anonymously will make you feel different in a good way. There's something about the process of helping others because we're social creatures by nature, the way our brain is hardwired. It is just, it's a rewarding system to show up for others and serve others and help others. And again, it does not have to be anything huge and grand. It can be something simple. Sometimes just a simple compliment on someone's work that they're doing can be enough to also make you feel good as well. But really the idea there is to be able to help somebody in need. And sort of the offshoot of that is number three, share kindness. And now maybe that falls back more into a compliment or doing something nice for somebody, the sharing of kindness. But kindness is free. I always kind of like this analogy that all the kindness is free. It adds value to someone's day when you share it. And being negative and angry is free, but it takes value away from someone's day when you share that. And here's the flip side of it. When we are even feeling angry or grumpy, if you can take a moment and be kind, it changes how you are perceiving the world too. When you share kindness, even if you're not feeling kind, it can help bring down your stress levels about whatever's angering you or frustrating you. And that kindness is an actual step in the right direction for you as well. The last one on this list is one that I've had to work on, and I will fully admit I need to remind myself of and keep practicing it. And that's true for all of these, by the way. In fact, it's true for pretty much everything I talk about on this podcast. None of this is like, oh, I do this once and I'm good to go. These are things you have to keep reminding yourself on, working on. Sometimes you slip up on and go back to but they're always ever prevalent and important. And this last one is, is just like that. Letting go of what you can't control. 
Now, for me personally, I always felt that I had to have my finger on everything. I had to make sure I knew what was going on. I had to make sure that I was able to keep an eye on everything and do all the things all the time. And that that burnt me out real quick. That ran me ragged. That put my stress level through the roof. And started to realize that I needed to let go of what I can't control. And this is true in personal life and professional life. You know, there are things you can and cannot control. Even, even you know, if you're here in California, you, you do a lot of driving like we all do. Traffic, congestion, being late for work when you left for plenty of time, but something happened that's out of your control. Is that stressful? Absolutely. You know, dealing with toxic people in the workplace or in a personal life. Is that stressful? Absolutely. Can you control what they're doing? No. What's important is to start realizing what you can and cannot control and how the way you react to it really impacts your life. When you start focusing on the things you can't control, all you're doing is spending mental energy, emotional energy, and sometimes physical energy dealing with something that no matter what you do or do not do, it will not change the outcome. What if you're able to use that emotional energy, that mental energy, and that physical energy towards things you do have control over that can be impacted by your actions that will change the outcome for the better? What if you used all of that energy to focus on the things you want to accomplish in your life and bettering yourself and doing the things you want to do? And I know it can be hard. Oh my gosh, I know it can be hard, especially if you're dealing with it on a personal level or if you're dealing with it in the workspace. You know, it's one thing to talk about traffic and things you can't control outside of that or around that, I should say. But when it comes to interpersonal things, sometimes it's more frustrating. Sometimes it's, it's much harder. But the value in being able to really sit down for a moment and ask yourself, is there anything I can control about this? And if the answer is even close to no, then let go. Let go of spending time and energy on that because it's not worth it. And use your time and energy, your precious resources that you have to focus on the things you can make a difference in, and therefore your life will become much more enriched by what you're able to influence and do and take care of while you step safely away from the things you can't control. That wraps it up for this episode. I can't say thank you enough. Uh, again, I know I said a lot at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> a lot of thank yous, but I'm just in a place of gratitude right now, I guess you could say. If you are looking to get in touch with me, you can simply go to my website, coachrickschwartz.com. All the links are down below in the show notes of this episode as well. You can find me on social media, Coach Rick Schwartz. That would be on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, on YouTube, any of that stuff. And if you want to connect and have a discussion about maybe looking into doing some coaching with me, want to become a client, want to see what else I offer as far as services, or if you're looking to book someone for a speaking engagement or even working with your team at work, you can go to my website, set up a 30-minute discovery call. We can discuss what it is you're looking for, what it is I offer. If it's a good match, we can go from there. And if not, hey, no big deal. Always nice to talk to somebody new and get to know them. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up as I always do because you know I love you. Have a good one, everybody. 